Hi, I'm Tracy. And I'm Lena. And we love Healing Children. In fact, we're the co-owners and founders of Healing Children, LLC. And this is our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing, where we get real about what children need emotionally and how best to support them. We skip the fluff and get right to the heart of it. is just some ideas on how to build relationships that are kind of based on research so that you understand what you're doing mm-hmm. and why you're doing it. They can kind of help improve or increase the possibility that children will follow the rules and the directions. That you yeah. Them. So what do you think is your favorite way to connect to a student? Um, for me, it's kind of our first, like our big three. We kind mm-hmm. of, they're the top three yeah. things that we do and um, their eye contact. Okay. Not mean eye contact or angry eye contact. <laughs> It is positive, loving eye contact uh-huh, uh-huh. with a smile. Okay. With some kind of physical touch. Okay. Whether it's a handshake, a fist bump, boom. Yeah. Um, those three things combined together really help release oxytocin in the brain, which uh-huh. is a bonding chemical. Yeah. Um, which helps not only helps the kid bond with you, but you're bonding with the kid. Yeah. So it, it really helps you both kind of like each other. Uh-huh. And then if you like each other and you have that connection, it does help with other dynamics in the classroom. For sure. Because the kids feel like you like them. Mm-hmm. Like you've made an effort to create a situation where you like them. Because I, I always feel like you want to start the day with some kind of connecting uh-huh. to the students because that makes the discipline later that day easier. Yes. Because you started off in a good spot. Yes. You know. Exactly. And so something you want to actively actually be working on mm-hmm. throughout the day. So like some teachers start the day with some kind of like greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen teachers who have like, they have options. Like, do you want to fist bump today? Do you want to hug today? Do you mm-hmm. want to high five today? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want? So that kids still have some choice in it, but it is some kind of greeting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that little moment mm-hmm. to have that connection with their teacher. Yes. Yeah. Um, so some other things are, is giving kids time. Now yeah. we granted, we know that there are only so many hours in the day teachers need to teach. Right. And True. so it's not a lot of time. It's just when there is time uh-huh. giving that time, kind of like your teacher did in high school. Yeah. We had, a, I had a teacher in high school who, you know, always looked kind of crabby when I think about it, when he was walking around the school. Um, but he was really well-respected and well-liked. And so I had him for a history class. And at the last five minutes of every period, he would sit down at one of the desks and just talk to us and just ask questions about what we were up to and what we had going on and genuinely wanted to know about our life. Yes. And um, there was no agenda connected to it. Cause at first I thought it was going to be really hokey, yes. you know, like, Oh, this is just some adult trying to like be my best friend. And they don't really actually mean it. Don't you know, really care. They don't actually really care. And, and that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. You could tell like you really just wanted to know what you're up to. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really made his class great. He also, when we had tests, there were essay tests, which I did really well with essay tests. And he would give you the question the night before. So you could study and be prepared for the test and do really great. Mm-hmm. So then you're yeah. also competent, mm-hmm. which that is another thing that kids want to feel with you is that they can do what you're asking them yeah. to do. Not trying to trick you. Actually. Uh-uh. Not trying to trick Let you. you know let you know. And for someone like me, who was a hard worker and I was willing to do whatever I had to for good grades, 
that I love that. I love the fact that I could work hard and get the good grade versus working hard. And you may or may not get a good grade depending on, you know, the teacher or the subject or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing too, um, sometimes what happens is we give kids attention and we give it in a way to try to manipulate or change their behavior. Mm -hmm. So for example, we try to make statements to them like, oh, you're a good kid or, oh, you're really good at math or, oh, you're really good at this or you're doing this. When the kids may not, maybe they aren't good at it Mm -hmm. or maybe they don't believe they're good at it. Right. And so for kids with a lot of behavior and emotional issues, they don't necessarily have the confidence that can handle that. And so oftentimes what happens when they're told those positive things that maybe they don't believe, or if they feel like you're trying to manipulate them into behaving Mm -hmm. a certain way, there's going to be some rejection. Yeah. And they're also going to be thinking in their head. And this comes from a love and logic training we did too, of either I'm crazy because I don't believe Uh that's true. Right. Or the teacher or the adult talking to me about this, they're crazy. Uh And more often than not, they're going to believe that the adult is crazy. Right. And that what they believe about themselves really is in fact true. And then they actually internalize it even more. Yeah. And so for some of our kids, you know, if they believe what you're saying, it's not a problem. Right. To give them all kinds of positive kudos. Um, But if they don't, they still need attention to build that relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it's finding ways to give them attention that doesn't have any judgment tied to it, that there's no hidden agenda. Yeah. I'm not trying to manipulate their behavior. I'm just trying to build a bond. And so love and logic does an I notice routine. I don't necessarily use the word I notice, but I might say things like Mm -hmm. I saw you outside playing soccer with the kids. It's just open-ended. There's no judgment to it. Yeah. And so then that way the kids are getting attention from you. There's no judgment, no agenda, but then we're still building that relationship. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's just enjoying them as people Mm -hmm. because kids are funny. Yes, they are. And they're fun. Uh And so it's finding the fun of the fun. And I know with certain behaviors, it's very hard to do. Yes. It really, that's where we want to start off the day with some kind of connecting Mm -hmm. prior to the behavior happening. Um, But kids want to feel like you like them. And they're always trying to figure that out. Yes. It's like, I'm trying to figure out, do you like me? Do you not like me? Do you not like me? And sometimes we're trying to figure that out as well. (laughs) (laughs) But if we work on our bonding, then we can bond with them. And then, well, sometimes we have to get to know them a little bit, you know, or we have to get to know what works for them. Yes. Like I've had students before where they were maybe struggling with peer relationships Mm -hmm. and they were a kid who might do mean things to their peers, but then they would always be the first one to point out all the mean things their peers were doing to them. (laughs) Yep. And so with one student, I remembered, I kept trying to help her with the mean things, but she was resistant to that with the mean things that she was doing. So finally, I just gave her a ton of empathy and then she was able to problem solve. Then she was there. Then she was there. But it took me a bit to figure that out as a counselor. So I, I think it's realizing like sometimes we have to try different approaches with different kids mm-hmm. to see what's going to work with them and what helps them because everyone's personality is so different. Yeah. Um, and we all need different things for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other thing that that can be really bonding is humor. Uh-huh. Like sense of humor, teasing good natured teasing, yeah, uh, making fun of yourself in front of the kids. That can be really bonding with the kids. For sure. Now, if you're not funny, don't necessarily- Don't do it. it. Yeah, don't try <laughs> to be. doesn't come across well, unless you're kind of, unless you know you're not funny and you're being silly and then everybody knows, then it can be okay. Yeah. Um, or if you're angry and don't like the kid, don't use humor to try to make it okay because what's going to come across is sarcasm and it's going to actually hurt the relationship. 
That's right. We want to be authentic and honest in what we do with kids. We do. And, and with those kids where you're really struggling with that relationship Mm -hmm. and that does happen. Um, it is finding, it's finding, it's finding something that you can connect about. Yeah. Um, encouragement can be great with relationship building. It needs to be honest Mm -hmm. and authentic encouragement. Um, but that can help because then the kids feel like you care about their direction and how they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a part of guiding them mm-hmm. through. And the other one is kind of impromptu celebrations. Uh-huh. So this is not the same as like we have fun Friday and they have to earn fun Friday. That's different. Right. That's, that's, that's different. a whole different approach. Cause sometimes we talk about these impromptu celebrations. People think they have to get rid of all those other things. We're not talking about that. No, what we're talking about is just kind of impromptu. Like, you know what it's, I, as a teacher have had so much fun this week with these kids and more energy. So, you know what, I'm going to just do a little party with them. Yeah. And that can be very bonding for the whole group. Everybody's invited. Yeah. And so if you think about it, like when the principal calls over the intercom Mm -hmm. and says, Hey, you know what? I have donuts in the staff lounge for everybody. That's right. Then it kind of, we kind of bond with the principal. We're kind of excited about that. That can be very fun. fun. And you bond with your teaching staff because they're going in and getting it too. And that gives you a minute to like talk to each other. Cause we all know if you work in a school, you never get to see your staff members and you don't get that chance to connect. And we really need that. Yeah. We need that adult time. And so kind of what I'm hearing is like that surprise fun. That kind of impromptu. Yeah. And, and it can be planned, but really it's important. Impromptu. It's more of like, we've had a great week. We're going to go have five minutes of recess or we're going to go do whatever sounds fun at the moment. Um, that's kind of out out of the blue. Yeah. And everybody gets to be involved. So, because if the principal put over the intercom, you're like, everybody gets a donut except for those who are on staff improvement plans. (laughs) They might feel a little. Yeah. There's there's separate consequences already happening. You don't need to add additional. No, we don't do that to them. And we don't want to do that to the kids on the impromptu thing. Yes. It's kind of like the community circle stuff. Mm-hmm. That's something that I do before all of my lessons with the kids. So they all have an opportunity to share. Yeah. Kids love to talk. Yes. They're even the shy ones mm-hmm. want to have an opportunity to give their opinion. And if they want to skip, they can always skip, but that's a way to also build those connections with kids. Yes, exactly. And so again, not a lot of time on this, but just kind of actively thinking about what am I doing to help build those connections? And sometimes mm-hmm. We know it's important. We're doing it, but sometimes having a plan for that really does help. Well, it does. I was thinking about, um, we have the Montessori program and the kids come into my, we, I have, I teach them in a separate classroom and my sixth graders this year were kind of wild, talked out a ton, small group, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the smaller groups are a bigger behavior issue. And so, um, I was like, we're going to start creating. So, you know, I did our typical greeting that we do for our groups. Mm-hmm. They had to shake my hand, look me in the eye. And I would say like, you know, nice to see you, Lena. And you'd say, nice to see you me too, too. Glover. And they come in and we, I would, I had assigned seats for them because they did better with that too. We do our community circle. And it's amazing how much it helped their behavior mm-hmm. just, and I made them say goodbye too. Yeah. I made them do a, a, a greeting and a goodbye and it helped their behavior so much. And then by the last lesson, they, they had kind of gotten it figured out. I was like, we don't have to do the reading. It's your last lesson elementary. It's okay. They wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. So they love connecting to us. I I think that sometimes we forget even high school kids want to connect to their teacher. Yeah. You know, it might be disguised. 
mm-hmm. in all kinds of ways, mm-hmm. but they want those connections. Yes. Support. If you like what you're hearing and you want to learn more, you can go to our website at www.healingchildrenllc.org. On our website, you can read more about who we are. You can look at our online trainings. You can also look at our blogs on a variety of topics. You can see our most new and up-to-date podcasts. You can also engage with us in a variety of ways, such as liking us or following us on social media. You can even hire us to come in. Or you could email us or call us. Exactly. Make sure that you sign up for our email list so that you can get the latest information about what we have to offer, including live trainings in your area. Yes. So let the healing begin. Thank you for joining our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing. The Bumpy Road to Healing is sponsored by Healing Children, LLC. We are both educators and mental health professionals which gives us a unique perspective on working with children both in and out of the school setting who have severe emotional and behavioral concerns. Our mission is for all children to be emotionally healthy, happy, mature, and responsible. As adults establish healthy relationships and appropriate boundaries, we believe that children are more likely to grow and prosper. When adults understand the impact of trauma, entitlement, disruptive attachment, and child development, including conscious development, they can better create healing environments for children. To learn more about us and what we have to offer, go to www.healingchildrenllc.org.